All right. Welcome to uh, our year-long study of the New Testament. We are on quarter two, day 22, Luke chapter 13 is what we're reading today. It's a very interesting chapter. Lots of words from Jesus. Uh, I especially like the story about how Jesus healed on the Sabbath. I'll go ahead and read that. Uh, those verses in chapter 13, verses 10 through 17. And it starts right here. One Sabbath day, as Jesus was teaching in a synagogue, he saw a woman who had been crippled by an evil spirit. She had been bent double for 18 years and was unable to stand up straight. When Jesus saw her, he called her over and said, Dear woman, you are healed of your sickness. Then he touched her, and instantly she could stand straight. How she praised God. But the leader in charge of the synagogue was indignant that Jesus had healed her on the Sabbath day. There are six days of the week for working, he said to the crowd. Come on those days to be healed, not on the Sabbath. But the Lord replied, You hypocrites, each of you works on the Sabbath day. Don't you untie your ox or your donkey from its stall on the Sabbath and lead it and uh, lead it out for water. This dear woman, a daughter of Abraham, has been held in bondage by Satan for 18 years. Isn't it right that she be released even on the Sabbath? This shamed his enemies, but all the people uh, rejoiced at the wonderful things he did. So over the years, I've certainly heard about the Sabbath, uh, the day of rest, uh, one day each week so that you can recharge and renew your relationship with God, your dedication to God. And my family, we certainly try to go to church and worship and and learn on on Sunday. I guess kind of as a celebration of, of our Sabbath, but I don't think I've ever really tried seriously to never do any kind of work on that day. It's certainly a good idea, though. I've I think I understand the the spirit of the Sabbath, you know, dedicating a day just to the Lord. And Jesus certainly had some things to say about the healing he did on the Sabbath. Basically, um, he he said, "Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going to go ahead and heal her because even if it is the Sabbath, I'm doing something more important than you know." the rule to not do anything on the Sabbath. Um, He's not going to let somebody suffer. It's like he established a new priority there. You know, it's, yes, the Sabbath is good, but I'm going to heal this person, even if it is on the Sabbath. So I guess probably after reading that, I tend to think that that one day should not be any different from any other day in in the sense we should honor the Lord and do good works and help other people on all days of the week. And um, it's kind of interesting to to read about what Jesus did that was radical or or against the way the people were used to thinking and acting. He basically established some new priorities, some new ways of dealing with things. I'll go ahead and read another part of the chapter that I thought that was that I thought was interesting as well, verses 22 through 30, about the narrow door. Here it goes. Jesus went through the towns and villages, teaching as he went, always pressing on toward Jerusalem. Someone asked him, "Lord, 
Will only a few be saved? He replied, Work hard to enter the narrow door to God's kingdom, for many will try to enter but will fail. When the master of the house has locked the door, it will be too late. You will stand outside knocking and pleading, Lord, open the door for us. But he will reply, I don't know you or where you came from. Then you will say, but we ate and drank with you and you taught in our streets. And he will reply, I tell you, I don't know you or where you came from. Get away from me, all you who do evil. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth, for you will see Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, but you will be thrown out. And people will come from all over the world, from east and west, north and south, to take their places in the kingdom of God. And note this, some who seem least important now will be the greatest then, and some who are the greatest now will be least important then. So that last phrase he says about the ones who seem to be the least will actually become the greatest. And, I, you know, I, I read that and, and I'm guessing he's referring to how important humility is and how important it is to be a servant to those around you and how those that are willing to put others first actually are are doing the best job of, of what God asks people to do to to be willing to sacrifice what you want for others it's a little bit scary you know about what he's saying that many will try to get in the kingdom of heaven but many will fail and you know i don't i know i don't want to fail at that i don't want to fail to enter the kingdom of heaven and it makes me want to pray for wisdom and pray that i'll begin to develop a heart like christ heart where where the will of God his Father was first and foremost, but he also had such a, a willingness to serve others, to sacrifice for others. He Christ had a, a strong sense of connection with God. He he was God, but he had he was so connected to God and, and what God was asking him to do. But at the same time, he was strongly against the actions of others that were doing things against God's will. Never against those people, but against their evil actions. So lots of good stuff in in that particular illustration that Jesus talked about in verses 22 through 30, and really all of chapter 13. So... I hope you guys find that helpful today. I'll go ahead and go into prayer for us. Lord, we thank you for uh, the words of Jesus and the great um, wisdom and and new ways of thinking that he established amongst um, the people of Israel, the Jewish people that he spoke to and and to um, everyone that he spoke to, Jewish or not Jewish. And to all of us that he speaks to today, help us to to learn from that wisdom and and really tune into the spirit of what he's saying and what he teaches us and how he um, advises us to to act and to approach others and to um, the serious seriousness of which we need to approach 
God and, and what God asks us to do. That needs to be the most important thing on our minds. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a great day.